I am honored to have on the phone Paul Abgarinos. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right this time, Paul. Oh, that's great. Abgarinos. Abgarinos. And he's, we're talking to him. He's all the way over in beautiful uh, Norwalk, Connecticut. But uh, what a life you've had. Got your Grammy a couple of years ago. What an honor. And that New Age beautiful AMA composition that was just such a miracle. We'll talk about that. And you also uh, produced so many wonderful, wonderful albums. And you have a beautiful studio there. I mean, it's like a dream come true for many people. Um, you have a place called Unicorn, and uh, it's Unicorn Studio, right? Yeah, I call it Studio Unicorn, kind of a, a European kind of a deal, Studio Unicorn. I got it. I thought that had a nice ring to it. It does, and I'm sure there's unicorns all around your backyard as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have a whole corral of them, a stable and, Oh, I love it. Unicorn ride. (laughs) Very busy. Very busy. People people book months in advance. (laughs) I love it. Well, all you need is a few rainbows and dolphins there, too, and then you'll be all set, right? You'll be. (laughs) But um, you're really considered to be one of the giants in the New Age music field. But you you had quite a great background. You went to the Peabody Conservatory of John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins University, and uh, you got full scholarship honors and bass violin, and then you got to go and travel, and you were the principal bassist in orchestras in Italy and Hong Kong and Venezuela, and you got to play with legends such as Buddy Rich and others, and and then you, in 1985, um, built your, your dream unicorn, studio unicorn there, and uh, but in the meantime, doing tons and tons and tons of CDs, as is apt to happen when you have your own studio. <laughs> they just keep pouring out of you. I, balancing spheres, words, touch, sky of grace, garden of delight, gratitude, joy, a law of attraction, meditate, lovers, bliss, you know, bhakti. Um, of course, that one wonderful one, Grace, uh, Ama devotional songs to the Divine Mother, which got you the Grammy. And I love the one you did... Um, Last year with uh, Deepak Chopra and the man who also produced you this year, Kabir. Kabir is just a genius. He produced this new one, Mindfulness, which I have in the background here and I'm playing, which is just heavenly. Uh, Kabir is is just um, a wonderful person to work with. And I think it blended together with this amazing release last year called Home, which is one of my favorites. I listen to it almost every day, Paul. That's great. Well, thanks so much, Cindy. Yeah, it's been uh, quite an enjoyable career so far, and I feel like the best work's happening now. So that's uh, that's always a great blessing. Well, you traveled the world um, before you settled down, which is a wonderful thing to do. So you got a chance to to find out what people like in other areas of the world, and how did since this is also a travel show, how did traveling around the world influence your music? Well, travel is very broadening. It's, it's always been considered a part of a comprehensive classical education that uh, young men and women should have some uh, extensive travel as part of their enrichment so they can feel and experience and breathe and taste and touch and see the way other cultures live and other societies function and 
different views and landscapes and panoramas. You know, it's it's very enriching and broadening to have a sense of uh, the uh, spectrum of human existence and uh, how much variety and diversity there is on this wonderful planet. That, that's so true, and uh, a lot of people don't get that opportunity. Um, and that's an interesting thing when kind of the difference when you're in an orchestra versus when you might be in a band. There's there's a whole different vibe because you're sharing it with these um, audiences of people um, all around the world in different ways than you would if it was just a band out there. And I don't think New Age music gets a chance to uh, get played around the world in concert settings as much as possibly um, you might experience as as an orchestra. Have you, I mean, because a lot of your work is studio work, it'd be kind of hard to recreate like what you did, I would imagine, with home, with Deepak Chopra and that whole group. Um, it could be done. I mean, is, is, is the New Age um, music that you create able to be translated into a concert setting? It is. Uh, it's not a focus of mine um, because I, I find that it's more efficient to reach a larger group of people through recordings that are that are distributed through massive broadcast networks. Mm. But, you know, for, it depends on the artist. For some artists, it's a huge part of what they do. The improvisational live aspect is, is very important. Um, for me, I'm more about the studio world, the studio uh, process of overlaying and modifying and editing is, uh, is my art form. For me, the, the studio is, is a big part of my art form. So hmm. I, uh, I started out very much in the live world um, and I feel like I learned a lot in that process. And, uh, and now, for me, the uh, studio environment is... is uh, I see it as my instrument. The uh, recording studio hmm. is, is uh, one of my instruments. Or you could say that it's uh, an orchestra of instruments. You know, it's all kinds of of processes and options and possibilities hmm. that you cannot do live, uh, that are just not possible in the physical uh, physical reality. So for me, that's a big attraction. Well, you also have that um, the wonderful gift of being able to be an engineer and producer. I mean, you were blessed to be able to work with a wide diversity of people, everything from Aerosmith, Jewel, Willie Nelson... And uh, the Celtic tenors, and uh, so like that's a pretty wide variety of people. Were you doing that before your studio, or were you doing that on the road, or wh- how did you connect with all those wonderful people? Well, all those people are all those are all studio projects. So that was part of the period where I was um, working in the recording studio, and um, yeah, that's a good example of the kind of diversity that you can find in in the studio life that's uh that would be pretty hard to replicate live <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean it, it is interesting though but you had um a miraculous i guess it's just a major blessing that happened um you've been following um Amma's path and maybe you can tell us a little bit about how your path merged with Amma and the miracle of your daughter and how that has changed your life because it's pretty been very life changing for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it sure has. So back in fifteen, um, 
my wife and I had been trying for about three years to have a baby with no luck, and uh, we had miscarriages and ectopic pregnancies, and we're both older. It wasn't looking very good, so we decided that the right course of action would be to go to India and to seek the blessing of Amma, the hugging saint, to seek her blessing to have a baby. And um, so we traveled there in February of 15, and we went to Amritapuri, which is uh, far in the south of Kerala, way down by the Arabian Sea. It's a very magical, very magical tropical place. And uh, we got mantras from Amma. We were initiated by her with uh, mantra japa. And, um, and then a few days later, on February 20th, we very brazenly, bravely asked her for a blessing to have a baby. And she said, okay. And she waved her hand in front of my wife's womb, and she made a sankalpa. She said, made a intention in Malayalam, that's the language, her main mother language, South Indian language. And um, she threw rose petals at us and uh, gave us an apple to go and eat. Well, we got pregnant in May, and the baby's due date was February 20th of the following year, exactly to the date. Uh, one year wow. from the blessing was the wow. baby's due date. Amazing. And then she was born on the 27th. It was 12 days after I won my first Grammy Award <laughs> for Grace. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is an album that Amma also uh, touched, and was uh, her energy was... Uh, around and uh, present in and uh, then our baby Juliana Joy was born on the 27th of uh, February and uh, that's the same day of the month the same day of the month that Amma herself was born on Amma was born on Whoa. September 27th oh okay so, yeah yeah so there's these two numerological signs to remind us of wow. uh, where Juliana came from so uh, and she's She's very precocious around Amma, even at the age of, um, let's see, at the, the age of six months and, and a year and a half, she was calling out to Amma when she saw her from a distance. Wow. Amma! Really? Crying out to go near her. And this summer in New York, when she was uh, just barely two, um, she was standing next to Amma. Uh, while Amma was giving darshan, she was standing next to her for about 20 minutes, staring at her, completely transfixed. And you know how a lot of toddlers are. They're constantly mm -hmm. in motion. They're, you know, if you, I, I, I've never seen her sit still for even two minutes, let alone 20 minutes. She was just standing there transfixed, staring at Amma. It was, it was really amazing, and everybody commented on it. They said that um, she was clearly enraptured by Amma's presence and clearly knew who she was in relation to her existence. And that's pretty amazing. It is. It's a wonderful, yeah, the, wonderful story two, gift. <laughs> yeah, she understands that she's here because of Amma. So. Uh -huh. Well, on top of that, there's this amazing, um, you know, you're a great family. Your wife also has uh, does yoga and um, I believe he, she was um, also blessed to be able to work and teach at Deepak's pla Deepak Chopra's place, right? Well, yeah. Uh, my wife is a, a yoga teacher. Part, part of her training happened at the Chopra Center 
in California, and um, she's also trained in uh, children's yoga and uh, pre- and postnatal yoga. Wow. And uh, she re- recently did an Ashtanga uh, training, and she has a couple of books out. Um, one is the Yoga of Cleaning, which is kind of a tour through the world of yoga and holistic cleaning and lifestyle and feng shui and kind of a oh i have to get that that sounds wonderful and then recently she did a a card deck for children uh children's yoga cards which is really sweet it's um it's one of these little plasticized card decks that kids on one side they see um an animal or some type of adventure and on the other side is the uh, yoga pose that they can do oh my gosh how sweet like a dolphin and this is like a you know a monkey or this is like an elephant or be like oh yeah so it's fun so that just came out recently her uh, kids yoga deck is that on Uh, amazon it is yeah and your music's all on amazon and your big rather large library which is continuing to grow and grow and grow. Um, So this year's release is one that is really something that is my passion. I've been meditating every day of my life since I've been 14. And and when I saw this one, I went, wow, mindfulness. Of course, now that's the hot topic term. You know, there's all kinds of yoga. And you learned from a master, Sri Chimnoy, who I believe also is a a few other um, wonderful musicians, um, teacher and guru. Um, but Sri Chemnoy is very famous, and you learned from a meditation from him back in 1974. So this mindfulness release comes out, and it's really designed, and, and, and I'm sure your wife's probably using it. It's really perfect to listen to when you're meditating and probably when you're doing yoga as well, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's good for very gentle yoga and um, deep relaxation and for meditation, so what I did was um, I took the style guides of my my most successful albums so far, which have been the Bliss album and the Love album and the Grace album, and I distilled that down to an even simpler, more essential um, essential nature of those albums. So it's. Um, it's kind of a child and grandchild of those three albums. So uh, that was the intention, was to make something that uh, would be helpful for people in their meditation practice and help, help for, helpful for deep relaxation, for healing work, for uh, Reiki, and mm-hmm. more subtle energy work that people get involved in. Well, because so it... it was it's got that energy of Om kind of... very consciously to be extremely subtle mm-hmm. and uh, simple. Which is, is what you, you don't want something too busy if you're doing healing work or even meditation. You want something that you can um, be centered with, you know, and, and you can... This music I have on behind us now, it's very, um, it's very tuned in, which is what you want um, in, in that situation. But there's a lot of... Um, uh, levels and dimensions behind uh, this sound of music. It's not just uh, a single tone. There's there's really a lot of depth in there as well. It's like an inner journey of sorts, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's right. It's um, it's um, I've got you know I've gotten a lot of response from this. I have a lot of music on Insight Timer, which is one of those uh, popular oh, meditation. Oh, I use it. All, I use it every day. I love Insight Timer. Yeah. So I've 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 noticed and and I've noticed what people respond to on the uh, curated iTunes radio lists and, you know, what they respond to on Spotify and Pandora and all. And so I endeavor to give, give people an, uh, an entire album of the kind of tracks that they seem most responsive to for meditation, deep relaxation, and even for sleep, because uh, not surprisingly, in our modern age, there are many millions of people that have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. because their minds are so agitated and their bodies are so disturbed that they find they cannot rest properly. And so uh, this kind of music can help people to rest because, you know, rest is a fundamental true stillness, true peace of mind. Deep rest is, a, you know, fundamental requirement for good health and for peace uh, for joyful contentment you know we have to be able to truly relax and unwind and be come in contact with our nature with our inner nature and also to hear our deeper desires our deeper voice that is within us you know you have to be very still to hear your inner voice so it's very useful music, especially in this day and age, in the um, Kali Yuga that we, we are living in at the present time. I totally agree. And, um, you know, I also, I travel, as like you travel quite a bit. I travel quite a bit. And I have a couple of books out. Um, my last one is How to Fly with Less Stress. But I include a lot of meditations in there. And I always recommend to people, they get music such as this and yours, and, and load up music that is very calming and meditative, and they just have it on their phone so they can plug into this um, because when you can put your headsets on and go into that calm state and listen to music, it really will completely <laughs> it wipe away a lot of the stress around you and things going on, you know, that are, are, are kind of crazy in an airplane and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's really helpful for that as well. I, I mean... And um, this is one of those um, CDs that's really, really powerful to listen to. And I just want to give a shout-out to Insight Timer. I've been using it for about, oh, since it started. And um, if you go to Insight Timer, it's an app you can get the free or a small charge one. I mean, there's literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of meditations on there. Um, But a lot of people do, as you say, use it to go to sleep at night. I see that. Um, But what I get amazed at, Paul, is I look at this every day, and, and any given day you can see they have little dots all around the world where people are meditating. And there can be up to 359,000 people meditating in the course of any one day, which just blows my mind. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful. There is a, a healthy core of, uh, of people that are on the spiritual path around the world, uh, that numbers in the many, many, many millions. It could be, could be fifty, hundred million. People. Really? Wow. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's um, it's a wonderful thing. You know, back in the um, in the sixties and seventies when we were, you know, beginning our paths in, in this 
current incarnation, it 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 was a lot uh, seemed like a lot slimmer yes. pickings. But, yes. But now, you know, now it's uh, mindfulness and yoga and um, holistic concepts are are more broadly disseminated and and more broadly accepted. In many ways, they've become part of our common culture. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. No one w- bats an eye if you say you're going to the yoga class, and then uh, it's true, yeah. And and the word, they're the seeing word mantra has become part of our vocabulary, and yeah. the word karma has become part of our vocabulary. And so, of course, it's uh, often misused, but it's okay. <laughs> at least it's at least people are trying. <laughs> well, it gives me hope when I see that. I mean, because sometimes hope, you, yeah, exactly. you watch the news and you go, oh "My gosh, what's going on in the world?" But then. When you look at those numbers and think about all the force of people trying to do good, um, trying to have the right intention, uh, trying to be mindful and aware and kind, um, it truly gives me hope. And, and your music does too, Paul. And I was blessed to be able to use a couple of your songs on my latest CD, uh, Peace, Music, and Poems. And um, it just is a blessing to be able to hear that music um, because it, I find your music is, truly lifts the spirit and, and it truly does connect you to your soul which is it's a great, great gift that you have that you're offering to the world. Is the best website for you, um, which is the best one you'd recommend for people to see all of your work? Sure. Well, it's my honor to, to help to contribute to your work and to the good of our world. It's my honor and blessing. The website is roundskymusic.com, R-O-U-N-D-S-K-Y music, roundskymusic.com. That's my main website for the New Age music. And then, of course, um, if you put my name, Avgerinos, A-V like Victor, G like George, E-R-I-N-O-S, into any of these search engines, uh, uh, the word Avgerinos and Paul and music will bring up the whole shooting match of... uh, videos (laughs) videos <laughs> and albums and links and articles and on and on. Well, it's just an honor to talk to you. I know it's much later there than here, so uh, I thank you for taking the time to speak to me. And, and um, we don't get to talk enough. Sometimes we connect at the Grammy events, and um, I don't know if you're going to go again this year, but hopefully if you do, I'll get a chance to see you then. Um, well, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm wishing you the very best. And again, this new one I've been kind of lift, listening to behind us here, Mindfulness. And you can go to uh, roundskymusic, right? Dot com. Yeah, roundskymusic.com. That's it. Well, wonderful. And you keep those unicorns well fed there, okay? <laughs> okay. Thanks so much, Cindy. It's <laughs> wonderful talking with you, as always. You too. God bless you. And a big aloha from Maui. Okay. Thank you. Mahalo. Uh-huh. Mahalo. Bye-bye. Bye now.